around. It's batting around. It's a baseball podcast. Bonus episode. Another Sunday morning episode. I like these. Getting a lot of really good weird energy. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. I get I get my stimulants of choice in me. Uh, you know, I took a nice walk this morning out in the cold before we did it. That was that was nice. It's not too cold, but oh, that was that was that was brisk. It was refreshing. I'm up and ready to go because we got a big day of podcasting too. We we do. Um, I also took a walk. Uh, it was not refreshing. I was <laughs> up late and I was like, "Fuck, I got a lot to do today." So I I've I've got a little coffee face mask. <laughs> um that i do and i forgot how much caffeine that gives my body so i did that and then walked to wait a what a coffee face mask like yeah what does that mean it's like a shit you put on your face oh okay okay gotcha, gotcha it's gotcha. like coffee infused oh gotcha gotcha yeah, yeah, yeah like my skin absorbed the caffeine um, yeah, I mean, I've I've had like that that I use as like an exfoliant sort of thing. I forgot how intense it was because I was like, oh, I'm so fucking tired. Like mm-hmm, I need mm-hmm. I need the extra jolt because then I was going to do like a nice little walk over to the cafe, mm-hmm. grab my coffee. Calling Wawa Cafe is, is seems wrong. I should really know. It was just a Wawa. It wasn't anything special, <laughs> um, that's, but it's warm out. That's in, in Philadelphia. That's a cafe. It's warm out. <laughs> Yeah. And I did not know this. So I walking I like I got home sweaty as hell, jittery as hell cuz I've already I was also drinking the coffee that I got. Perfect. I was like fuck, I'm like I'm like I'm ready to go. I'm way too fucking like tweaked out right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, tweaked out is a good state of mind to be in if you're going to be in Morristown, Pennsylvania. Oh God! Where the <laughs> where the first season of IFC's Brockmire is set, and that's what we're doing a couch and around for today. Let's go! I love this show. I I I'd seen it before. I hadn't seen all 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 the seasons of it. Uh, but when it, when it was coming out, I watched the first two seasons of this. Mm-hmm. Like watched every episode as as it came out. Uh, I can't believe that we didn't think to do this show like right away when we came up with like couching around and Seriously. trying to figure out like it's st- stuff to do for the for the show like i think i think the initial couching around idea was like non-baseball shows but like this really this is i think even more than eastbound and down this is very much the energy of this podcast Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Absolutely, absolutely. It follows a very similar trajectory as Eastbound and Down. These, yeah, like they're about different things and they're about much different people. It's it's, it's essentially the same story, though. It's it's somebody in the baseball world that's on top of their game and then uh, and then loses it in a different manner. With Kenny Powers, it's just a slow decline of his pitching arm getting worse and worse until he's drummed out of the game and can't play uh, and loses all his money. And then with Jim Brockmeyer, uh, we'll explain the, the premise of the show here. <laughs> yeah. Jim Brockmeyer is a play-by-play uh, broadcast, baseball broadcaster who has his own booth, seems to be pretty successful, pretty well-liked. Uh, he's for, for Kansas City, I believe. No, <laughs> it, no. Uh, Jane, he is the play-by-play guy. 
for the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, that's right. And he has a meltdown. It's in in Kansas Kansas City. City. It's in Kansas City. That's right. I didn't even notice that this this predicted the the Brenneman. This predicted, oh. and they even uh, they even name dropped Marty Bredeman a few times in the show too. But like before, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so good. Well, he has a he has a but but it's not not a hot mic situation. No, not quite. like Bredeman. <laughs> it's not a hot mic situation like Bredeman. Instead, uh, Jim Brockmeyer, while calling a game, uh opens up his uh, bottle of of bourbon that he's got on the table and goes while he's while he's calling the game <laughs> starts talking about how his wife uh he caught his wife pegging his neighbor <laughs> and god bless yeah and you know while he's going into the details of it he's still you know doing the count and <laughs> he uh, bars he barricades himself in so they can't take him off the air and he just goes into uh <laughs> just goes into graphic detail about mm-hmm. his wife pegging the, uh, his neighbor bob <laughs> and even is such a pro that he does not forget to <laughs> to give to do the uh the home run giveaway contest <laughs> when, right, when, so... when a player hits a home run, he calls the home run in the middle of it and makes sure to to like to announce the, like what who who is the person that won a thousand dollars worth of what it was like meats or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that like it's a plot point that this moment is a viral success on the internet, but like they talk about you know the memes the the vines they they name drop yeah. vine r.i.p vine because this is 20 um, this is 2017 vine was already long dead by then too oh that's even funnier because yeah no it was it was long like vine was already dead uh this was because the, the 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 uh meltdown would have happened in 2007 mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but he he left the country after after that and so he doesn't know about all the uh the yeah viral, i really i really want to see the copy pastas for this yeah <laughs> um but no uh as you mentioned uh like this becomes such a huge sensation on the internet that like the the act of pegging is mm-hmm. is referred to as lucying which yeah. is uh his wife's name yeah, I uh, think it's yeah, specifically when it's when it's a woman doing it to a man. I think is what it is, yeah. <laughs> um so but he uh he gets called back uh to the US by um Amanda Pete's character, Jules. Fuck, why am I blanking on her name? Yeah, yeah Jules, Jules. Amanda Pete's character, yeah. Um, and he comes to great Morristown, Pennsylvania, (laughs) which like he immediately enters the town and like flicks a cigarette into the grass and it immediately lights on fire, which is just, it's just so good. I love that scene where he's, cause he he like gets off of the bus in this just shitty, like, you know, post-industrialization, like absolutely decimated uh pennsylvania town which like you know sure there's a ton of uh and he gets off the bus just the middle of the day 
There's not much around. I think there's there was like you know a bunch of feral dogs running around. There was He's... a kid with uh his with no shirt and a gun tucked into his pants. <laughs> yeah, pu- pushing like a Walmart bike. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's. As, and he's as, doing play-by-play for all of this and talking about how disturbed he is to be there. As <laughs> as a Pennsylvanian, um, this I felt very seen. Uh, yeah. I am not from the dead towns of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, but boy, have I been there, and yeah. boy, do I know people who are from there. Yeah, <laughs> and every every like fracking joke, every. Pennsylvania shale joke mm-hmm. uh, is just <laughs> is just so good. Yeah, no the the town ta- the ball club he's going to call games for. Uh, it's like an independent league team called the uh, the Pen- the Morristown Frackers, which uh, <laughs> they are they are formerly the Savages, <laughs> uh, which is extra funny. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, well, maybe Fracker isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah it follows the main cast characters it follows uh are yeah hank azaria as jim brockmeyer he's so good he's like fantastic his, in this the man the man is just so fucking good with his voice yeah and honestly creating a show like this with him at the head is is brilliant uh well it, it was a funnier die like sketch that like what this initially came from in like 2010 uh-huh. where they it was like you know a bunch of broadcasters you know joe bucks in it and stuff you know talking about like oh this, le- this legendary guy jim brockmeyer but he had a you know <laughs> he had a breakdown where he basically like all the all the bones of it are there uh where he had a breakdown about his wife lucy um except she was just having sex with with uh with the neighbor it wasn't it wasn't pegging um but it has that that whole that whole thing um in it all the all the bones of it are there well with the show you gotta punch it up so right. yeah no they your did the wife, right thing. your your wife fucking your neighbor gets turned into your wife literally fucking your yeah neighbor. Pe- pegging your neighbor and like in and all sorts of like bdsm stuff yeah yeah oh god the we eventually we eventually meet lucy uh through as the show progresses and we get yes. to see like all the crazy sex shit that she's doing she's there's she's got like a a guy on a leash in a pub hood at one point. Yeah, she brings yeah. her like polycule to the ballpark at one point. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's really good. It's a very funny. And I don't know. I, I appreciate also that like, I don't feel like it's being mean spirited about that either. Mm-hmm. Um, She's just a ridiculous cartoon character. Well, and you know, but like they later on, when when you know, yeah, when she shows back up and she meets up with them, though they do like a pretty good job of it, where she's like, "Well, you know, I just I apologize for you know lying to you, mm-hmm. cheating on you, but like you know, not for not for being who I am." And I'm exactly. like, "Exactly, yeah, that yeah, was really great. nice. <laughs> it's, it's it's good. I mean, the sh- the show is like does have like <laughs> pretty good politics about a lot of stuff, and as he goes forward and like." The later seasons, they they even get into like baseball labor issues <laughs> and stuff. Like they, I gotta fucking check because the last out. the last season finished airing in like April 2020, so it was 
before the uh the last you know cba mm-hmm. and before the miners unionizing which you know they really didn't predict because when they when they the show goes like up to, in the fourth season it goes up to like 2028 20, or something or like 2034 or some shit yeah and like and it, when it's in like well into the mid 2020s they are they're still just like talking about uh like minor leaguers like have not being unionized and stuff so they're i don't know they're it seems like it was made by people who do actually kind of give a shit about baseball and know stuff about baseball which yeah i do my appreciate. my history with this i probably mentioned this at some point but i figure i'll mention it again my history with mm. this show is that my extremely non-sports roommate loves it because he's a big hank azaria fan right um and he's like you have to watch this it's a baseball show why aren't you watching this i'm like okay yeah i'll i'll i'll, I'll watch and it was just I was like fucking laughing my ass off at so many, so many jokes that are like baseball specific. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I I understand that that is funny. Like (laughs) I picked up from context clues that that was a joke, but it like clearly it's hitting you differently. Like all of the joke buck stuff is so good. It is really like whenever he shows up throughout the entire series, whenever he shows up, it's pretty good. It's, he's he's a great sport about it and he's not that hey he's a pretty decent actor i don't know like people who aren't actors showing up for extended cameos and shows is a really mixed bag sometimes but yeah i think he crushes it no he's very good he's he's really good on it um and i think it i think that he really likes i think a lot of those those guys that show up in this when they're like the real world baseball people I think when they show up on this show, I think they like that the, um, I don't know, the kind of like mystique that this gives all of them, like these like spa- like baseball broadcaster guys are mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, they're they're all a bunch of hard partying, like like uh, frat like crazy, bros. yeah, crazy <laughs> frat bro motherfuckers. Like that, I think they they really like that having some like edge to their mm-hmm. <laughs> to their thing that they do it's like i remember on twitter uh a year or so ago some baseball writer like trying to say that oh yeah there's like groupies for baseball writers and they even had like some name for him i'm like that's not a thing that's so that's, not a thing that's so not a thing <laughs> like i don't know they had some you know nickname for him kind of like they have with like you know puck bunnies or, oh my you know, god that's groupies oh, that's like so something sad. like that i'm like that's not real that's not real <laughs> Um. So we got we got Jim Brockmeyer. Yeah. yeah. What? No, I was just saying. Yeah, oh. Hank Brockmeyer. Uh, or <laughs> Hank Brockmeyer. Hank Azaria as Jim Brockmeyer. We got right. Amanda Pete as Jules James. She Love owns her. she owns the Morristown Frackers, and mm. she is trying to like her her mission in this show is to boost the team to kind of revitalize the extremely dying town um and like bringing jim on as the as the pa guy is like her whole master plan to to like boost ticket sales and like build community with the ballpark which is a pretty fucking 
good goal. Yeah. (laughs) It's yeah, it's great. And like, and then the third main character here, last main character, Charles. uh, Yeah. Tyrell Jackson Williams plays Charles. Uh, he is like 17 years old. He is the head of yeah, the head of digital media for the for the frackers, which just basically means he like uh tapes stuff with his yeah. phone, <laughs> records stuff on his phone and posts it on the internet. But he's like, you know, I've got the most Twitter followers in town. I've got two million Vine loops. I've got all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Brockmeyer has no idea what any of this stuff means because he's been mostly doing like sounds like sex tourism in Southeast Asia for mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, he also did star though in a Filipino like. Spot. Oh my god, that was such the, a good bit. Yeah, the like Filipino like basically James Bond mm-hmm. soap opera. <laughs> which translates to heart to heart mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was which is a very very funny funny bit um, charles is a great character because so he good. does not like baseball and right like that is another that is another lens with which we can make jokes about baseball is with a character that doesn't like it yeah like um, in the uh in one of the earlier episodes, I think it's like the third episode, they where they do kangaroo court, mm-hmm. uh, where they just yeah, we're in the clubhouse, the frackers clubhouse. They'll they'll accuse each other of things, and then if you're found guilty, you have to pay into the kitty, which is used for their beer and pornography subscriptions that they their all shared share. pornography <laughs> subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, um, and the. The main issue that the, the, the kangaroo court episode follows is one of the pitchers who's Japanese was uh, accused of not hitting another pitcher who beamed uh, Uribe, the like 45 year old player on the team. They're, they're big like DH slugger guy and or actually I think he plays like third base. But um, and then they have Charles be the judge for it. Because he is not, he's, he's so far, yeah, he's impartially so far away from baseball. And they're explaining to him, they're like, yeah, so Arebe asked <laughs> asked him to hit uh, the uh, the uh, opposing batter. And it's like, well, Arebe is guilty. It's like, no, that's a thing you're supposed to do in baseball. <laughs> and he's like, this is, baseball's so <laughs> fucked up, guys. <laughs> like, this is a super messed up I, game. So I, my no- I took notes while watching. Um, and my notes eventually just became quotes that I found really funny. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, Charles was the one I ended up quoting the most. He's great. He's he has also... so many good one-liners. Yep. It's like, baseball's a fucked up sport. I want you to know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like, that's so... Yeah. Uh, that yes. actor, Tyrell Jackson Williams, is also on the new season of Party Down. Oh, and yeah. He basically plays the same character uh but he's like he's out in california as you know trying to be an influencer though Mm. which is it's very funny because like 10 years ago you know whatever uh god almost 14 years ago or something when the original party down was made it wasn't really like influencers like there are now so like the old cast is all like actors and screenwriters trying to make it and then he's like the new one that's there (laughs) he's not trying to be an actor he's just trying to like he's like yeah i make content (laughs) just always like doing dances or doing spawn con things like while they're working (laughs) i gotta check that out it's really good 
Um, uh, besides, I, I don't care for Jennifer Gardner, but uh, his his addition to it made it made it all, made it good though. He's good. So we got it's only the season is only what eight episodes. Yep, and it goes by super fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Like it does. I I I was like, it was midday through the day yesterday, and I was like, shit. I need to do a podcast on Brockmire tomorrow and I haven't watched it in like over a year. I need mm-hmm. to rewatch it. Am I going to get the whole thing in? And then like I, fi- I fired up civilization six yep. on one screen. Yeah. I had Brockmire on the other and literally before I knew it was over. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that was great. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um, so yeah, let's see. There's, the, the kind of like season arc is, you know, Brockmire trying to, you know, regain his his like reputation, get back to the majors a lot like uh, Kenny Powers um, mm-hmm. and Jules is trying to pump up the the frackers as a team uh, and she is running into trouble with. Her antagonist is what's his name? Oh, from the from the fracking company? Yeah, Gary. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was his name? It's not that important. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like one of her exes, and he. I run, think it's Gary. Yeah. He he like works with uh, Pennsylvania Shale. Fuck! I have a I have a note somewhere. PA Shale may be a mom and pop natural gas company that only makes two billion dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he's uh, he's a huge piece of shit, and their whole thing is they want to tear down the stadium to build like a whatever. There's already like a forever burning like fracking fire, like mm-hmm. <laughs> like right by the field. Yeah, it's just like just an ever burning flame that will never go out, like an underground fire from the fracking chemicals. Well, and, and like at one <laughs> at one point, like when she's playing hardball with him and he's like being a huge piece of shit, she like puts on a gas mask. And hits mm. him with water balloons filled of filled <laughs> with like tap water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the tap water lights on fire and stuff. Yeah. Uh, in season four, when it's like into the future, and they it's like in, in season four it jumps all around like f- these future dates, and like kind of a story that's going on in the background the whole time is that like the world is just collapsing. Like they, they keep talking about like, oh yeah, that's the neutral zone. Like all of like Arizona and like all the parts of the Southwest. And um, eventually like Jules is selling like all these like cults pop up, like doomsday cults pop up and she's like selling them time with the eternal flame. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> that's yeah. really good. Fuck! I need to I need to finish the show because yeah. I think I think I got to like season two mm-hmm. uh, before I like fell off. Season three is great too. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Richard Kind is in it. Martha Plimpton, J.K. Simmons is a big. Uh, I don't know. He's almost like a kind of like Smoltz type of character in it. It's really good. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the just yeah, the episode Brett. titles. All of the episode titles are just baseball things. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, 
have a I have a blast with this. Um, we get an episode again that's centered around the kangaroo court. I loved the that <laughs> Brock Myers, the only one who knows both Japanese and Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and the um, Yoshi, the the pitcher from J- the Japan, who's like who doesn't speak English, is mm-hmm. is being told kangaroo court is being described to him um and the uh his translators like apparently um uh apparently a marsupial has committed some sort of crime (laughs) (laughs) um and then god the other the other point that made me laugh so much was like uh, Brockmire, when when Yoshi just like is refusing to pay the fine because like he didn't do the crime, it would admit guilt. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brockmire's like, I understand honor is very or or no, Yoshi's like honor is very important to my people, and Brockmire's like, oh yeah, the Japanese like no pitchers, pitchers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the, um, I think a real highlight of the season two is like the next like, I think it's the episode after that. He finally sees Lucy again. Mm -hmm. I think maybe at the end of the kangaroo court one or whatever, he finally catches, like Lucy shows up in town because she hears, he goes viral again. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's uh, to to, like whip up the crowd and whip up the intensity. He he starts like just talking about how evil the next town over is. Mm -hmm. Butler. Butler. (laughs) While he's calling a game, he's just talking about how like, oh yeah, I remember back, uh, way back when, when there was those, when there was those labor riots. uh, The people at Butler, they're the ones that scabbed and took away your great granddaddy's jobs. And it's like, you know, I was a butler the other day and I saw a man just beating on his dog and everyone standing around clapping. (laughs) (laughs) He just whips up this like hate mob. Uh, It's so good. And then he like figures out his shit and has to like bring the hate mob down. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Actually, we're all. Yeah. After they kidnap the third base coach for the other team, like just like the the one guy who's always at the bar, like usually like with his shirt off or whatever. Dale. And um, yeah, Dale. And then I like how later on too, when Jules is talking about uh, she's she gets pregnant and she's talking to the bartender there who <laughs> tells her this the great story about how like she. She went and got an abortion, but uh, she had to. She had to go like to Pittsburgh because the uh, somebody blew up the Planned Parenthood, and he's just like, "Yeah, that yeah, was that me." Was me. <laughs> <laughs> the I I was I really I really dug the the abortion subplot like great you don't you don't see abortion issues being tackled like that on tv usually it's just like the the scene where she goes to her friend to talk about like oh i don't know if i'm keeping it or not oh the bartender yeah yeah and and, uh, no and she goes to like her friend that has a kid oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) and and she's like oh i love my babe and like the baby's making the worst noises imaginable (laughs) just like horrible screeching (laughs) 
<laughs> and she's like, nope, I, nope. That didn't get my uterus twitch in. Can't. No. No, it's not not for me. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, go and to Pittsburgh she... and they get, they get fucking pills and then... The abortion she, pills. Because yeah. she can't, like, because she, like, can't swallow pills. Yeah. Like, she, she, like, crunches it up and plans to snort it. Mm-hmm. But Brockmeyer thinks it's coke. Yeah. <laughs> so he snorts an abortion. <laughs> I love their abortion doctor too that they go to who just <laughs> yeah. is just like I'm just gonna like, watch what is wrong with you people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they explain what happened and he's she's just like yeah. and and he just tells her, I want to see you take that one in front of me though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Extremely good. God, this show is great. <laughs> the the sexual politics are fun. Like uh-huh. um I it is so funny because I I remembered it, but not like very super clearly. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was watching, there was there's a bit in like the first episode where Brockmire just assumes uh, Charles is gay. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. There's a gay character in this, and then Charles is like, no, no I'm just socially awkward. I'm like, oh, I re- even I remembered him <laughs> being gay. <laughs> Yeah, he thinks that he's gay because he's like, well, I was looking through your computer and I saw this inspiration folder full of <laughs> men in various states of undress. He's like, she didn't stop to think that how many shoes were in there. She's like, ah, I just figured that was you were into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and like the um, Uribe and Brockmire having a three having a foursome with just like two <laughs> random groupies and Uribe pulling him aside and he's like if my dick is inside of a woman then anything you do to me is not gay so yeah. do a lot of it <laughs> yeah because yeah, Brockmire was the one that was like well we need a sense of ground rules for this, yeah, for, yeah. this for this orgy and then Uribe's just like no Here's the only rule. As long as I'm inside a woman, anything else goes. <laughs> and and so that kind of brings me. So uh, like Jules and and Brockmeyer obviously like begin a sexual relationship pretty instantly, actually. Mm-hmm. But unlike with Eastbound and Down, it, it it does it it's not as nonsensical to me that like a hot woman would want to fuck this like yeah. disaster man. Also. Agazarius still hot. Yeah. Is that is I that know, like... I know, I I see it. No, okay, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. the, the 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 like new the the naked scenes that he has, I'm like I'm like, he's got a nice ass, he's got a like tight body. <laughs> yeah, for and he was like probably what like he was probably like in his like early fifties or something yeah. when they did this on mid fifties. Like, yeah, no, no, still doing good. Amanda and, Pete still looks great. And love, I like oh, I love Amanda Pete. And and oh, she's so good. And it doesn't. It just doesn't seem out of character for her. Like she's right. like, she's like, yeah, I'm slumming it. I know. I'm admitting it. <laughs> and like, and the casual. Oh, during the winning streak, when they like, they have sex, and then the team wins a game, and it's like, yeah. and she's like, well, we have to keep having have sex. We have to yeah. ride the streak, and they're like fucking every night and of course the streak is going on which is very funny Mm -hmm. and it just i don't know it 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 works it works for me she rules there at one point she like like someone tosses her a beer from off screen and she just like catches it with one (laughs) hand and immediately shotguns it i'm like i i I, yeah i see that 
her drink of choice throughout the the whole series. I don't know if they really show it much in season one, but it's um, she just has a pint glass with some ice, uh, full of uh, I think Chardonnay. Oh yeah, <laughs> so they do. Just... They do have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh my god, pint glass is full of wine. <laughs> um, we do need to talk about the podcast episode because this yes. is in fact a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah we gotten so far without even talking about that so the no so not only does brockmeyer come back as the play-by-play for this uh <laughs> this little tiny little ball club that's not even broadcast on the radio anywhere uh or really to the internet it's just charles posting clips but those clips go viral and so he eventually goes, well, we should just start a podcast because you're sitting here fucking talking to me all day mm-hmm. about these like <laughs> these ridiculous stories. Uh, and so they make they make a podcast and it gets the this American life bump. They actually had Ira Glass. That's so ta- funny. Talking, yeah. Talking over it. Talking about Brockmeyer. Um, Ira Glass, king dick of nonprofit media. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they do it. <laughs> they do it. The stamps.com ad joke. Yeah, in the in like right in the during when they're doing the first episode. But <laughs> but his but his podcast also becomes a huge hit. But amongst like the NPR crowd who are not yeah. big baseball fans, so, so we got like, a lot of really good uh, hipster visual gags. Yeah, very like even for 2017. I feel like that was pretty, pretty tired by then. Yeah. But you know what? Whatever. If they did it now, I'd be like, oh, it's so boring. But like, all right, 2017, you get a little pass for it then. That still, being said, but, yeah. so the hipster jokes were, were eh. Um, the 10-year-old internet star yeah. on the hoverboard yeah. whose handle is Pussyhound14. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a that was a good one. Yeah, that got bad. me. Um, but no, I, I I like that there's that they do it on this what they do on the show where they're like, yeah, there's this whole big group of people that know you from baseball and don't know you from <laughs> from your podcast and then vice versa. It is just like your your roommate, <laughs> yeah, who is like yeah, you and your roommate with this show. That's yeah, that's that's delightful. I really do like that. Um, and then like. You know, the plan works where he starts getting, you know, more attention from going viral and doing the podcast. And he starts to get his. This is where my notes peter off, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's what he. Yeah, he gets kind of back into the game, um, which leads us to having fucking Joe Buck mm-hmm. make just delightful appearances he's in what like three episodes he's in a lot of episodes of the show actually <laughs> what was his name robbie butler like a former colleague of brock myers shows up uh and mm-hmm. he like li- all he literally mentions joe buck's name and brock Meyer immediately sucker punches <laughs> him <laughs> uh because yeah. they have a feud and the the, the feud is essentially just like Buck had someone shit in his bed or something. There's he has like feuds with like all of these guys. Like some like like in season three, there's one with Bob Costas where uh, 
Bob Costas told Brockmire that when they were doing Ken Burns' baseball documentary, he told Brockmire that, like, oh, yeah, Burns just wants all of the raunchiest stuff you've got. <laughs> and so there's a, there's a clip of like Brockmire going into like doing the Ken Burns like interview and just like telling some raunchy horrible story. Um and so Brockmire retaliated years later by making sure that Bob Costas got pink eye at the Sochi Olympics. <laughs> what a fucking show. It's it stays good the whole way through. It gets a little up its ass in season 4, but that's fine. Uh, it's fine. It deserved it. It was a good show. Did you notice the Jonah Carey cameo? I don't think so. Yeah, there's a Jonah Carey cameo, which I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, ooh. No. no, I did not see that. It's like at one of the dinners that they're at. Yeah. With like all the guys. I think there are, there are a few other cameos in there, too. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's that's I mean, that's essentially the show. He uh, he gets called up to the majors, uh, Atlanta's triple A team. Right. They want to yeah. like they want to like test him out in New Orleans. Yep. So and that's um, that's season two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unrealistic as New Orleans does not have a baseball team, as Lauren has talked about. Yeah, no, it's that's the setup for like season two. Season two also great. Like I don't know. We're we're gonna talk about the rest of the seasons of the show on future couch and rounds for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely have to because yeah, no, the show's the show's great. I hope you. I hope that you're listening to this after having watched it. But even if not, you really should. You really mm-hmm. should go watch it. It's oh, it is. It it matches our vibe as for a sure. podcast for sure. So if you like us, you'll probably You'll like probably this. like this show oh first season also toby huss is so fucking funny he, uh, he only has a couple little parts as like a bar fly he's uh johnny the hat oh god yes yeah, yeah. uh toby huss one of the funniest guys ever in the world <laughs> like he's yeah he's fantastic fucking uh you know he's cotton on mm-hmm. <laughs> king of the hill you know, he's he's so good. So, so fucking funny. And John Bosworth and Halt and Catch Fire. One of the I think one of the greatest like prestige TV shows of all time. Right up there with Deadwood, I think. I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about Brockmire here? The show is very funny, but I don't like even when things are very funny, I don't often like laugh out loud at things mm-hmm. um it did get me to laugh out loud a few times one of those times was free cold medicine day at the ballpark <laughs> i like that reminds me of, like one of my favorite my favorite visual gags that they had too is um i think the first time that he's calling a game which he decides that he's going to call that game and then kill himself mm-hmm. um but when he shows up and the, the when they're showing crowd shots at the beginning during that game and there's a guy just like working on a lawnmower in the stadium like he's like sharpening a lawnmower blade next to like a broken down <laughs> like two-stroke lawnmower it's so good it's so good Cuckmeyer. Cuck oh Cuckmeyer. Brian yeah, Kenny thinks I'm a prostitute. We say sex worker now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um Oh, the the flashback to Brockmeyer potentially getting a job in New York, which kind of yeah. like lead like starts everybody starts us down the whole path because then Lucy is like, I don't want to go and yeah. I'm gonna yeah. start cheating on you now. Mm-hmm. Um Brockmeyer's like yeah, I could, we could be, we could do a 
I, I might be getting called up by New York. And he's like, oh, the Yankees? And, and he's like, no, he's like, the Mets. No, the, the Mets. But I still oh. get to be the voice of New York. <laughs> oh, okay. I, do, I think it's, it is very funny. One of the things that, I don't know, it's kind of a, I think it's kind of like a goofy, but it's, but it is, adds the charm and the funny parts of the show is that like Brockmire was supposed to be like away for 10 years, mm-hmm. uh, but he still knows like, no, we don't say prostitute anymore. We mm-hmm. say sex worker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how do you know that? How can well, you Because that's what he was that? doing. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess he was just so, yeah, he was just so enmeshed yeah. in sex work. It's like, like hiring so many sex workers that that just like made its way to him. He's like, oh no, the... we call them sex workers now. The fox jingle being Joe Buck's ringtone. Very funny. Uh, yeah, when, when he's at the he's urinal. At the urinal. <laughs> and then he's talking to Brockmire, and Brockmire is just like going off on some fucking weird sex tangent. And yeah. Joe Buck literally says the lines, I was born in Florida. Of course I've had a finger in my ass. And it's <laughs> yeah. just like that's that's cinema baby or whatever that's that's television baby (laughs) joe buck what a good sport what a good sport it really it really enhanced my my opinion of that man it does not that i not that i like hated him before i know like he's a popular person to hate but honestly, like, I don't mind Joe Buck. You listen to John Smoltz and you're just like, oh, Joe Buck's the greatest broadcaster ever. <laughs> yeah, I really don't mind Joe Buck uh, all in all. OK, let's end it there. Yeah, I got a great Patreon exclusive bit of news dropping. I think Lauren's going to be back for our next episode that we're doing with Charles Starr. Yes. So the the Lauren drought. It's almost finally over. over. Yeah, if she's not back for that one, she will be for the next week. So pay attention, everyone. Lauren's coming back. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.